All right. Wasn't that a fun session starter, Tim? That was good. That was, that was good. probably my favorite. That was definitely my favorite. I love the, the giraffe. The giraffe. It was good. the giraffe. And then the, the crocodile. Fox. Oh, the and fox. The, yeah. the sound effects, too. Mom, like, that was great. Moo, yeah. like, rawr. I <laughs> Thank you, Mom. That it's was over. Great. It's over. It's, it's over. over, yeah. yeah no yeah. more. No more. All right. So yeah, so today is Kids Sunday. Um, it's a really special Sunday. It's a Sunday where all of our kids are in here, and um, we've already done two of them. So this is our third Kids Sunday. And so we usually choose, um, I guess, stories of the Bible that are maybe more well-known, like more popular. We've kind of been, the past two Kids Sundays, in like exile land. So we did Daniel, Daniel in the lion's den. That was a good one. We did Esther, also like in exile. Remember, who remembers our, raise your hand if you remember the feast that we had up here. Yeah. Cheese crackers. That was fun. The way community's favorite challah bread. So like, delicious. That was up there. So delicious. Yes. Now, if you have not noticed, I'm, I can point this out to you. But today we're going to be diving in to Noah's Ark. So that means we're taking it way, All back. The way back. Can All we say the way, back. way, way back? Way, way back. Way, way back. Yeah. yeah. We're going to talk about Noah's Ark. It's, it's yes. a strange thing. It, it probably so even didn't look much like that, but that's, not. that's where we're going to start. Yeah. But we're going to go all the way back to the beginning, okay? So if you remember this, Adam and Eve had three boys. One of them got deleted by the other, if you remember <laughs> that, okay? And this deleted. is what happens, Chris, is yeah. from Adam and Eve all the way to Noah, mm -hmm. it's about 1,600 years, 1,600 years. It's a long and time. in that time, humanity starts to spread from the Mesopotamian Valley. Okay. Okay? So, and it starts to spread enough, they have enough people to where... Uh, they build little villages, little cities. They start to discover things about agriculture. They start discover things about engineering. We're advancing. Oh, so advancing. That's great. Um, it even says that uh, they're starting to work with bronze and iron. Wow. Um, in the text, uh, they, they name a guy named Tubal Cain. It was kind of interesting. Okay, but something else happens, Chris. Um, What's that? Um, well, well, let me tell you, the environment of this, we don't know what it looks like scientifically, but yeah. we know this, it didn't rain. Never rained. Okay. And the lifespans were longer. So there was yeah. something that was covering the earth, blocking ultraviolet rays or something, but mm. the environment is very different from the environment we know today. Okay. okay? All right. So it's interesting is not humanity, when it was spreading and growing, yeah, they were discovering really cool things, but it says in the text that they were actually becoming better at being evil geniuses. Ooh. Okay? So it says this. It says, every intention of the thoughts of man were continually evil all of the time. Wow. There's another little phrase. It says in Genesis from 6 to 9, it says this, is that corruption was everywhere and so was violence. Kind of like in the world we live in today? Yeah. 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 Um, the corruption and violence. So this is it, is everybody is learning new things about the world, but they're getting worse and worse. Wow. And then that's where we want to zoom in on Noah and his family. So he's in this, everybody's violent, everybody's killing each other, everybody does whatever they want. 
Wow. So we need to zoom in yeah. on Noah a little bit. Let's zoom in. Let's do like the Instagram, like zoom in, like let's zoom yeah. in on this guy. Both let's fingers. see. Yeah, both yeah. fingers. Uh, let's see what the Bible has to say. So we meet Noah in Genesis chapter 6, starting in verse 9. Now, the Bible tells us just two things that we know about Noah. One. Can we say one? One. Oh, that was very not participatory. Can we say one? One. Thank you. First thing is um, that he's a family man. He's got a wife. He's got three sons. One of his sons' name is Ham. I love Ham. I love Ham, too. I love Ham. Um, And so, but enough about Ham. (laughs) Um, Second thing that the Bible tells us is that Noah is actually a righteous man. Yeah. So it actually says, and I quote, he was found blameless among his people, among the people. So what does that tell us about Noah? That he was not involved in the corruption. Or the violence. He wasn't involved in the violence. He was just trying to live out his life as faithfully to God as possible. So God sees that. And what does he do? He shows up to Noah and has a conversation. And he literally says, I'm done. Can we say, I'm done? I'm done. God was ready to press the restart button on the world. Like alarms are blaring. The button is flashing red. Like he was like... This world, and not just the people, the earth itself was so full of corruption and so full of violence that he's like, I am going to destroy all people, everything on the earth, animals, trees, everything. So I want you to build yourself an ark. An ark. So is that like a boat? Um, yes, but we're not, this is not like, you know, party boat yeah. or like the yacht or like paddle boarding. <laughs> like, no, we're talking about this ginormous box. It's okay? like a big clunky barge almost, isn't big, it? Big clunky yeah. barge. Never been seen before probably. I can't even imagine how big like Noah's backyard must have been <laughs> to like create something so big. Do and we have something like it, what it might be look like? Yes, I'm what actually going to read to you okay. all. all right. um, the exact request that God tells him. So he says to Noah, make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and out with pitch. This is how you are to make it. The length of the ark, 300 cubits, its breadth or width, 50 cubits, and its height, 30 cubits. All right, I'm going to need that in feet. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> I'm going to give it to you in feet. Um, unless somebody knows how much that is in feet. Any, any, anyone? Didn't think so. Okay, so for context, all dimensions. Right, right. This thing is 450 feet long. Yeah. All right, 75 feet wide and 45 feet high. Okay, this thing is huge. And mind you, they don't have like modern tools. Like he didn't have a Home Depot, you know, a consultant like, hi, I'm building this ark. Please help me. Like that did not exist. It was Noah, his sons, his family. What what, did they make it out of? That was pretty much it. Um, So they made it out of something very interesting. One of the, God's requests was to use gopher wood, all right? And that may be like gopher wood. Some translations use uh, cypress wood. But actually, we probably know it best as Teakwood. Teakwood. Oh, they still use teakwood on decks, on boats. They use it on decks in your backyard. Oh, yes. So it's so interesting that um, teakwood was all the way used in Genesis, and it's something that we still use today. And then the second thing um, that he uh, told them was to coat the ark with pitch. All right, and then he gives a lot of other instructions. He's like, make a roof, a lower deck, um, a higher deck. There was going to be a little window. He did reveal to Noah he was going to destroy the world through yeah. water. All right, and then he did how, say, how long did that take him? 
Um, I'm going to get to that in just a second. Um, okay. But okay. I did want to highlight our stuffies today. So before yeah. that, um, everybody who brought a stuffy, raise your hand. Thank you. All right. I, I brought some, um, too. Yeah, you did bring yeah. some. Can you guys give a round of applause? Also, to your, and high-five your parents because they remembered to bring yes. it. High-five yes. your parents because they remembered to bring it. The reason we told you to bring all your stuffies today was because God did tell Noah you're going to get two of every animal, like a male and a female. They're going to come into the ark. Um, and so he gave him all of these instructions. And then timing. I know you asked about timing. So how long did it take to build this thing? Yeah. Now, the Bible doesn't really say specifically, but I did some digging, okay? In Genesis 5, it says that Noah actually became a father when he was 500 years young. <laughs> yeah, technically. <laughs> kind of. Um, and then fast forward to Genesis um, 7, it says that when the earth was actually flooded, he was 600 years old. Right. So it probably took anywhere from 100 below, 80 years, 75 years, yeah. I don't know. But basically, yeah. that's a really long time. Yeah. All right? So that's kind of where we're at. So uh, at, at some point, water came into the picture. What, water, what, what happened? Water came into the picture. So for 40 days and 40 nights, can we say 40 days and 40 nights? 40 days. 40 nights. It was raining. And then the entire earth was flooded for 150 days. That's a long time. That is Almost a half a year, time. right? Almost half a year, yeah. Wow. And like, we, like you said, we don't really know the science or what weather yeah. or atmosphere yeah. was, but basically there was water coming out of everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From, yeah. It says from above and then also from below also there was a lot of water. Below. Yeah. Okay, so Chris, you know when we go through these stories yep. um, and these accounts, one of our favorite things to do, we've talked about this privately, is we want to see how this points to Jesus. Yeah. Like how it fits into God's story mm -hmm. and where can we find Jesus in this big blocky barge boat. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think we did a lot, we found a lot of cool stuff. We did. In the past, you know, month and a half. Mm -hmm. And so I, I would love for us to go through like, let, where do we find Jesus in this, in this story, in story and in the ark? Yeah. So. So um, what's so interesting is like Noah's Ark is probably a well-known story. Yeah. And even if you didn't grow up in church, like I even, I learned about Noah's Ark yeah. in science yeah. class, okay, as like a theory. Um, and so it's such a popular story. And if you did grow up in the church, like that's one of the things that you know about Noah's Ark, yeah. all the animals, all the things. So this is the kind of story that you would just kind of skim through all the details. You know the water, you know the boat, you know yeah. the animals. Yeah, you're not going to sit there like it was 55 cubits high and right. go for a one. Like you usually just skim over that. You're like, get me to the action. Right, like, right. Get me to the Those good part. Those details kind of bother us a little bit. Yeah. yeah like, why yeah, does this yeah, have yeah. to be included? Yeah. Well, what's interesting and where we, I feel like we always kind of find Jesus is in the details yeah, yeah, of I this agree. story. And so, um, I know that probably a lot of you are like, oh, I know, I know, I know. Jesus is the better Noah. I'm sure all of you guys are like, oh, I already got this. Jesus is the better Noah. Let's close up shop. Let's go to mama's now. <laughs> We're done. Like, that's what it is. Right, right. Well, actually, I would say Jesus is the better Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Jesus is the better ark. Okay, so this is what we're going to do yes. is we're going to show just a few points of how he is the better ark or how the ark is a picture of what Jesus is doing yes. or will do. We are going to tag yeah. team, so. Okay, let's do it. Boom. Why don't right. you give us one that, that you've, you discovered? Yes, um, so I'm really excited about this one. We're going to actually dive into the ark's security. Um, and what's really interesting is the New Testament actually already paints for us or a picture of the ark and Noah to Jesus. And it's actually in 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 18 through 20. And it says, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God 
being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit. So this is talking about when Jesus was on the cross. In which he went and proclaimed to the spirits in prison because they formerly did not obey when God's patience waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared in which a few, that is, eight persons were brought safely through water. And, and you know what I like about that, Chris, is and Chris discovered this and we were talking about it, is that uh, many times the Bible interprets itself. Yeah. Like we, what we see in First Peter is Peter is giving us and looking at Noah and saying, oh, I see Jesus in the ark. And so what's that favorite phrase of yours in this First Peter account? The gospel flip. Um, or it says, oh, at the end, it says, yes. we're brought safely through the water. Yes. And I want you to explain, like, how, why that's such a big deal. Yes. I love um, that they kind of end with, we're brought safely through the water. So let's highlight some materials. So one of the things that God tells Noah is to use gopher wood. Can we say gopher wood? Teak. 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 It's all about the teak. Yeah. Okay. Um, And so the reason that gopher wood is so important, if you didn't know, gopher wood actually does not rot or deteriorate in the presence of water. Or actually, I should say, like, it just takes a really a long, very long time. Long time. Yeah, yeah. And so you're like, okay, well, what's That's why they use it in all these maritime yeah. applications. Yeah, yeah and absolutely. And so you're probably wondering, like, okay, like, why is that, like, important? Well, it's important um, because if you think about it, God said, my judgment is water, and you're going to create an ark that in the moment it touches water, it's going to start deteriorating. Um, that's a problem, okay? Yeah. You want this thing to last 150 days, not like, you know, it starts breaking down at day 75, and then everyone's got to, like, run around, right? And right. so, and what's even worse, if, like, if water would come into this thing, um, all the animals would die, the people would die, and then there would be nothing on the earth, right? right? So the judgment would get to them. The basically. judgment would right, get right, to right, them. Right. So we right. got the gopher wood. That's important. Number two is pitch. So God tells Noah coat the ark with pitch. Yeah. Now you're probably like, pitch, okay, what is that? So pitch is a tar-like substance that basically acts as like a sealant, so it makes the ark waterproof. Yeah. What's even more interesting about pitch is actually in the Hebrew, the word for pitch is kafar. Can we say kafar? Kafar. And in almost every other instance, that word kafar that's used in the Old Testament actually means atonement. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Yeah, and atonement is literally... What what does atonement mean? Yeah, Yeah, it's a covering. It's a blocking, right? And so you're probably, like, wondering, well, why is that important? Okay, go for wood. Okay, pitch. Like, no water could come in. Like, why is that important? Well, it's important because it just, it leads us back to Jesus. But Jesus is even better because, one, he's never going to deteriorate. Right, right. Even go for wood. He's eternal. He's He's eternal. He's never going to deteriorate. Even go for wood in the presence of water eventually is going to rot, right? Eventually, yeah. Um, But he... In Jesus, that doesn't happen. So and, good. Pi- and what's even more beautiful is that he is our atonement. He He's is recovering. our pitch. Right, he right. is our kafar. And so in him, we live. And no judgment or condemnation can possibly touch us nope. because of the covering. Because of the covering. That's huge. Yeah. I love that. All right, you, you have some, another one later, but uh, uh, I found a couple that I'd like to tell you about, uh, Chris. And one is how the ark is like a better baptism. And I know that sounds strange, but so I want to talk about that. And then I want to talk about the timeliness and the timing and the schedule of this story Mm -hmm. that is really going to point us to Jesus in a really sweet way. So here, this is how the ark is a better baptism. If if you look at uh, any sort of understanding of the dimensions of the ark, it is just a box, right? Like there's no frills. And it's, what's interesting is there's not really a prow, there's not a, uh, or a stern. 
There's no, so there no are no one's navigating this thing. No oars. There's yeah. no rudder. There is right. Everything is depend. They're just going to float, and they're going to depend on God. Um, so I think that's really interesting. Is that man is not steering anything? I know. All right. Uh, the second thing is what is fascinating about the proportions of these dimensions, mm-hmm. and we get this from archaeology, is uh, the proportions of the ark are these ancient Near East um, death containers. So uh, if, if someone died, they would put in what we call like a coffin or a uh, sarcoph- sarcophagus. Yeah. And they're the proportions of the ark. So the ark is like a floating coffin. So the ark is supposed to be, in our minds, if you're looking at it from an ancient, it's supposed to be a floating coffin. Wow. And this is, this is the fascinating thing, is Peter looks at the ark in the same way like a baptism. Yeah. Because as he says, in Jesus... We're going to walk out alive. Wow. So listen to this from 1 Peter 3. He says, baptism, which corresponds to this. This is the same chapter talking about Noah's Ark, right? Yeah. Um, now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Wow. So the, 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 the writers are making uh, a distinct point to say, look, what you thought was going to be your death is really your life. Yeah. And, and Peter wants us to see the bigger the, uh, the ark be a bigger Jesus, a better Jesus. All right, one. so that one's cool, and yeah. I, I like this one too, is there is something in the text that looks, is one of those details that you were talking about mm-hmm. that I think I missed as a kid. Really? I just totally missed it, okay. and it's about when this happens. Mm. Okay, so it's, the text tells us this, is on the 150th day, when the waters go or recede or go away, God has this ark rest near Mount Ararat, mm-hmm. all right? And it, the text says this. It happened on the, seven, the 17th day of the seventh month. Okay. And you think, okay, thanks a lot for the details, yeah. but I don't, Yeah. it just doesn't matter to me. Okay. Okay, well, get this. This is before the Passover now. Okay. Okay, the Passover is when Moses painted the door, or not, um, had the people paint the blood of the lamb over their doorways yes. so that whoever was inside what would, be, would live. Okay. This is the day of Passover before it's instituted with Moses. Isn't that incredible? That is incredible. We go forward, Last Supper yeah. is Passover. Wait, so the 17th day of the seventh Seven, month? Yep, it's Passover. It's, it's already a picture of what's going to happen Passover before it even happens. Isn't wow. that beautiful? Yes. The, the text wants us to know that this is a Passover event. People wow. are hidden in a sacrifice. Yeah. And they will live. And they will live. Isn't that really cool? That is Just, beautiful. It's really lovely. And, you know, um, we see this in Romans 8 about the timing of things. And, and it says this, but when we were still weak. Yeah. And I love that phrase, at the right time. Yep. At the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. So I, I think those are two of the ones that I found. Yeah. But I think you have a, a really cool one. I, I think you need to share as well. Yeah. And so this one is not maybe specifically on the ark. But I think Tim likes to call it ark adjacent. Yeah. And so I really want to point out the rainbow. 
Or like our translation was the bow. It's not even, a, it's not even called a rainbow, it's just called a bow. It's just called the bow, yeah. 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 And yeah. it's so interesting that, um, that God chooses this bow, a rainbow, to represent the covenant that he made that he was never going to destroy the earth again through flood. Because, you know, more, uh, you know if maybe you don't know Noah's Ark, so I should not assume, but they do, you know, make it through the flood. Noah's family does get to go out right. um, and, you know, they get to repopulate the earth. And so God talks to Noah and, he's, and he tells him, you know, I'm going to use a rainbow as a sign, um, you know, with the covenant that I make with you, and we're going to destroy the earth um, through flood and all that. So it makes me wonder, I'm like, why did he choose a bow? So if you didn't know this, in ancient times, a bow actually signifies war. It's a symbol of yeah, war. Yeah. Why? Because the bow has that interesting curvature shape, right, right? right? Like if I were to like get my bow, you know, and like, and you're on the receiving side. I'm not, not that I'm going to shoot Tim, anybody. It's but hard. if you you're can, on you the can. receiving side yeah. of this, and this goes to you, like this bow is saying is... Is pointing where you're right. we going to get death, judgment, hostility. Right, right. Right between the ribs. Hurt. Right between the ribs. Right into the heart. Well, there's kids here, Tim. Maybe we shouldn't go yeah. super right, um, into right, the details right. of how horrible that would be. <laughs> um, but it's so interesting that God is like, I'm going to use this symbol of yeah. war um, to remind me to like never do this again. And then if you don't know the science of a rainbow, basically the sun rays, once they hit like water or mist right. or moisture, it creates that beautiful. And they like, had no rain before. Prism. Yes. This event. This event. So they had so, no right. They had no idea um, of what this even was. So every time you see that rainbow, it was reminding God he was never going to, you know, flood the earth again, destroy the earth again. But why a bow? Like, what? When you look at a rainbow, it, what direction is it pointing to? Uh, it's pointing up. Right, 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 right. So it's not just God remembering, oh, yeah, like, this is a covenant that I made. I'm never going to destroy the earth again. But really, it's also to What's remind us that God, Jesus is the one that's going to get the judgment. So he is going to judge. He is going to judge. But the judgment is, is going to be aimed at him. At him oh, and not on us. Oh, that's beautiful. Isn't that yeah. so interesting? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really great. Yeah. Um, you know, Chris, uh, so I, I think one of the things that you said that I, I kind of love is that kafar, meaning atonement. Like, yeah. The word pitch is used as atonement everywhere. I loved that part because it just blocks, blocks, blocks all judgment. Yeah. And what a beautiful picture of Jesus. Yeah. I'm definitely, I want to geek out on that floating coffin. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Um, I think it's so, right. it's just so interesting, the picture of baptism, like, um, and yeah. how it points to, like, resurrection. But I also really love God's timing. Like, I would have never thought yeah. that there was a Passover before the actual, like, Passover. Passover. Isn't that like, beautiful? Like, the same time, like, God is just so He specific. pulls all of those events together yes. to communicate the same thing yes. about his son and, it, and his plan of redemption. And it just shows me, like, he's yeah. just so detailed, even in our own lives. Yeah. Like, and yeah. we'll see it time and time again. God works that way, and that's beautiful. So, Chris, can we say this? Um, could we say Jesus is the better ark? Yes. Yeah. Actually, I kind of want to scratch like that <laughs> like right. Noah's ark on the title a little bit. And I kind of want to say like it's our ark. That's our ark. Yeah. Isn't that great? Can we say, can we say that it's is our, our ark? ark? Right, right, right. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Our ark? Our, Sounds like a seal. It does sound like a seal. But, but it's memorable. It's but memorable. yeah, like, but you'll never forget <laughs> it. You'll never forget it. Yeah. Chris, that is really sweet. Thanks for all your work on this. I, yeah. I know that when we were jumping in this, and this yeah. is just about Chris the past like month and a half, mm -hmm. um, you're going to love this, is like we had never seen this before. Yeah. Like, just as a pastor, I hadn't even seen these beautiful things about how an ark is, is pointing point yeah. to Jesus. So it was really, really fun doing yeah. this. Um, let me pray for us. Okay? Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Uh, Jesus, uh, 
wow, you are a better place for safety from the judgment we deserve. You're, you, you're just a better place for that. Um, would you help our hearts um, hide themselves in you? There's so much that does attack us, yeah. attack our conscience, mm -hmm. attack our person, condemn yeah. us. But you are that great, great place of safety. Yeah. And so would you give that piece of your safety just to all of us tonight? Yeah. In you, in your name, in your work. And would you let us sing about it a little louder yeah. um, right now as we continue to worship? In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.